You know, the word bully has been thrown around a lot in this episode of Gypsy. Um, let's talk about who the real bully is, Gene. Let's rock. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Actually borrowed this from my little sister. We're um, all matching. Yeah. Yes, we're in sync this week. Yeah. Last week it was rocking. denim, and we kind of excluded Karina, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> now I got the message. I got the memo. Oh my gosh. I guess I'll take these off now. Oh, oh, oh! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought this was Karina, and I thought this was Rachel. I'm joined by. By Sydney and Jean. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, okay, guys. What up? Uh, why don't you introduce yourselves? Tell us where we can find you on social media. Well, I am Dr. Jean. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do that, too. My name is Karina Vargas. You guys can find me everywhere on Twitter and Instagram at KarinaXVRGS. And I'm Rachel Goodman, a.k.a. Sydney Today. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Rach Goodman or Facebook at Rachel Ann Goodman. I don't know who I am from Gypsy. But Michael? No. Michael? No, no I, don't, mm, I don't know. Sam? Nah. No. Yeah. I'm Dolly, okay? Yeah. <laughs> guys, you can follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This was an amazing series. Like, I didn't think I was going to be this hooked. Um, please give us a like, subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube, whatever. We really enjoy discussing with you guys every single week. Leave us a comment, question. We want to keep this discussion going, even, like, hopefully we get a season two. But, y'all. Predictions. We, we made like it. Yeah, 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 please. We really enjoy the discussion with you guys. I just want to give a shout out. We have Emily and Joe in the chat. Thank you guys hey. for being here. Hey, guys. Hey. Thank you. And if you have any comments, feel free to write them out, and I will... Let everyone know what you're saying. Yes, please. And also, I want to give a shout-out to Kronos Payne in um, last week's episode. He left us a comment. Thank you so much. Shout-out to you. We really appreciate it. Like, I, I cannot emphasize that enough. Mm -hmm. But, guys, we made it to the finale of Gypsy. So bittersweet. It is. Yeah. What do you guys, what do you guys think of Just Went Down? General thoughts? Just shocking. Everything was oh shocking. Oh, my God. <sighs> I, it, it was like... They gave you a piece of what could happen, too, but then it didn't quite happen. And it wasn't mm -hmm. just Gene. It was, like, every different character arc going on mm -hmm. didn't quite get resolved. And yeah. it was kind of strange, even to, even for just season one, that it would be like that, in my mm -hmm. opinion. They teased the mm -hmm. hell out of yeah. us. And they left us with so many unanswered yes. questions. So I'm just like... Then what happened to her? What happened to him? <laughs> like, what's going on? Yes. Like, they didn't. Yeah. So oh, that's my why. gosh. Crossing our fingers yeah. for season two. We'll get it. Like, I have a good feeling that we're going to get it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's doing good yeah. so far. And also, you guys, uh, Naomi Watts is dating um, Michael. Yeah. Okay. You guys hear about that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And also, shout out to Naomi Watts, um, her son, um, whose uh, father is Leif Shriver. He went to Comic-Con uh, this couple weeks, which was two weeks ago, when did we go? Anyways, um, the son dressed up as Harley Quinn, and it was awesome. So it's awesome. Like, I really think that... Um, maybe they implemented a character like Dolly because of Naomi's own uh, son that doesn't really go with the gender norm. Mm -hmm. So I think that's so beautiful. And I love seeing the parents like Naomi and Liv uh, being so supportive of their child. Yeah. But let's get into episode nine. Yes. Neverland. We, got, we have so much to talk about. So little time. Yeah. <laughs> so Sid, you know, she's in an apartment with Stevie. And Stevie is a, what, what kind of dogs are those? I don't I know. know. Oh, I, so aren't, they're Australian shepherds, aren't they? I think so. Mixed but, with something. Yeah. That dog's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but as soon as they as soon as we opened on that, I was like, okay, Sydney's lying too. Because she, she never mentioned that she had a roommate slash guy living with her. I guess she I mean she sounds like she considered herself 
the landlord, but oh, still. Because Francis is in the band. I think that's the yeah. guy who she hooked up. Yeah. So, and she was she was his landlord yeah. temporarily. I thought, yeah, I thought it was only temporarily. Yeah, because so. he's been in the episodes previously. Yeah. yeah. Like, he met Gene, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. When and he so showed up. When that yeah. came up, I'm like, okay, well, Sydney's not not that it's okay. like Or not that it's, I'm not that mad, but mm-hmm. Sydney's not being that faithful to Gene. But, of course not. But Gene's not being faithful to Sydney. No, but, no. like, so I was really shocked. I was like, okay, Sydney's, you know, really playing the field. But was she, or was it really just like... I'm pretty sure they hooked up. Because at first I I was kind of like, did they hook up? And then she talked about him being in the band and stuff, and I was Mm -hmm. like, well, maybe she's just helping out a friend who needs a place to crash. I don't know. I took it like they were hooking up because he was naked, and the way, just the way he was acting, Mm -hmm. the only thing that made me think that they weren't was because she was like, yeah, leave the toilet seat down this time. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. I was like, okay, that's kind of just like a roommate kind of thing to say, but everything else, I think think that they hooked up. And correct me if I'm wrong, um, I'm pretty sure she mentioned that they hooked up previously, Sydney, in like a really early episode. Yeah. But what stood out in this scene was Tom, like, not on the door he's apparently Francis's dealer okay yeah and now Sydney she's kind of like okay well Francis can you get me a hookup I will kind of want to buy from him so I'm like okay so now we're seeing the Allison storyline crossover into the Sydney you know like the, kind of one of the main plots mm-hmm. so I'm like okay this is coming together I'm terrified what's gonna happen next exactly um no, yeah, like, um, when that happened, I was like, this is what we were all kind of predicting, mm-hmm. where the storylines are going to cross each other. Yeah. So I was like, maybe this is the beginning of everyone kind of meeting each other or somehow being mm-hmm. in each other's lives. An explosion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A catastrophe. Catastrophe. Um, but Jean and Michael, they're on their way. They seem okay, you know, after that slap. Um, but they go their separate ways. I'm still laughing about oh, that. Oh, goodness. That was intense. But Don't ever go to my coffee shop again. <laughs> oh, iconic. Um, but they go their separate ways. Michael get, is seen getting coffee. Everyone's, like, kind of laughing at him or, like, giving him mm. weird looks. No one's looking at him in the eye. And he spots Alexis uh, from afar with some fine... Man, another guy. Yeah, and so okay. <laughs> it's like, who is she he's not? like, what is going on? And I'm like, Alexis, you get around, girl. Um, she just looks so bad as a character mm-hmm. at this point. So yeah. I'm just like, oh. and I was kind of like Team Alexis. You know, I wanted to ship you them, were. like you were shipping them. <laughs> yeah. So, but like Alexis, and I already know like she has something to do, and we later find out that mm-hmm. she was the one who spread the rumor. Um. But Jean and Sid, they they end up, like, meeting up somewhere, and they hook up, and she mentions that (laughs) Sam blocked her on Instagram. Like, what did you guys think? Like, that's such a, um, well, right there and then, you know, she posted that Instagram of her and Jean. Yeah. So, what did you guys think of this whole scene? I still don't know, like, how Sydney didn't find out that. Jean deleted Sam's number off of her phone because if she's looking at mm-hmm. how he blocked her on Instagram and all this stuff, it's like, how has she not noticed that his number is not on mm-hmm. there as well? Yeah. You know? So yeah. that was kind of something that mm-hmm. I was having a hard time. That and also with that with the whole Instagram picture thing, just the fact that Sydney would do that is kind of messed up to begin with. But then the other thing, and that's like, you know, I'm not Team Jean or anything, but that was one moment where I actually felt bad for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like sweating for yeah. her. Yeah, but I'm surprised Sam didn't see it, even though, yeah. you know, he they might have been blocked on Instagram. Just the fact that the picture was up there at all, yeah, just it, it could be everywhere now. Mm-hmm. It might not just be Instagram. That's, yeah, and at that moment, I thought that's why he like. Blocked yeah. her because he saw that, and I'm like, oh no, she's probably gonna have another session with him. He's gonna fight her. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but Allison, mom, Allison's mom actually visits Jean, and we learn a lot in the next scene, yeah. which is very shocking. We find out that Allison's actually been lying to Jean, and we always we we thought that Allison was like this innocent character who's being abused, but mm-hmm. she's really she's lying to Jean. she lied about her mom's health. Her mom's perfectly healthy apparently, um, and she lied that um about staying with her mom and her mom hasn't seen her and so allison's missing so i don't know what's going on with allison what did you guys think 
I at that point I realized that Allison was really up to no good, yeah. and that was the one storyline that I thought Jean was really doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But at the same time, she put herself in that situation because she should have known that there are boundaries as a therapist, and if you're going to overstep those boundaries, sometimes there are repercussions. So I felt bad for her in one sense because mm-hmm. she had been lied to really badly by someone she was trying to help, but in another, she shouldn't have been so reckless. And yeah. I think that's a, a lot of her problem is that she's super reckless and not able to always pick up the pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I feel bad for Jean, too, especially opening up her home to Allison and letting yeah. her stay there because she supposedly didn't have a home to go to. So it's like that kind of sucks when Jean is actually trying to do some good for somebody yeah. instead of lying to them. It's like it backfires in a mm-hmm. way where now the patient is actually lying to her. Yeah. So Jean looks horrible at this mm-hmm. point the private investigator invest, investigator gets involved and it's just it's really disheartening for Jean because like she opened up her home that contains so many of so much of her past to this girl she barely knows yeah. that's, that we find out is going behind her back doing some weird shit and I oops sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that explicit you know it was interesting too because her boss when he confronted her he even mentioned, well, I just feel like you're, you're, you're breaking the boundaries and you're getting too close to your patients. I feel like it's basically a pattern. And I think that what we're starting to see is that this is definitely not the first time Jean has been like this, and it won't be her last time being like this mm-hmm. either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and talking about, like, the – who was he? I think hit? it was her boss. Yeah, like her boss was telling her – oh, well, how how was she doing? Like, did you see any signs of it? And she was like, no, like, she was making progress and all this stuff. Yeah. But clearly she had two different notebooks. One of was all a lie, saying of how great her progress was, and the other one wasn't. So it's like that kind of, it looks bad on Jean, mm-hmm. too, for hiding what really was going yeah. on. Yeah, she tries to go find Allison. Allison isn't at the apartment. She, like, sees that her stuff's been snooped, the tapes. Mm-hmm. Um, and also she finds out that Tom moved. So what is going on with these two characters? Um, but going to another storyline, Jean is seen reading Alexis's story um, mm-hmm. that was like seen in previous episodes. So I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Jean's going to do something sneaky. Um, but she's actually an appointment for Dolly. And she in this scene, like I was like wondering what was going on because there, there's this topic brought up about gender dysmorphia. And um, you know, Jean's lying again, and the therapist or the therapist, the doctor recommends meds. So I'm like, okay, this is probably Jean's trying to get more meds. I think this is. What did you guys think? Well, but she was saying she at first it seemed like she was pushing back against it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like Michael is more or less the parent who doesn't want it. Yeah. But she didn't seem too gung ho about it either, yeah. Yeah. and she almost seemed to me like she felt a little insulted that they would yeah. say that about her child. Yeah. I think she. Yeah, she. I did feel like she was also kind of like not for all the meds, but mm-hmm. she was. Some part of her was for the meds just to help her when it came to like her school. Yeah. And you know because the other doctor, the therapist was saying how like. Dolly could have like ADHD and stuff yeah. and how that you know was affecting her schoolwork and so that's when Jean was like okay well kind of I'm still not for all yeah. the medication and stuff but that that could actually help yeah. her. Yeah and then there's a scene later with her her and uh, Michael arguing you know like you guys said mm-hmm. Michael's like here for it or not he's not here for it well Jean is kind of like mm. but I was kind of thinking like okay well maybe Jean just wants those meds for herself <laughs> like she's like yeah. okay yeah we'll take the meds and then she takes them herself so I don't know I don't I don't know how that would work if that would affect her at all I can but see she has her that. new her new Michelle friend oh now, my god that oh. she's like which I know. I couldn't even see that. That that (laughs) threw me for a loop, honestly. Um, Because I thought she hated Michelle. I thought Michelle hated her. (laughs) It was like, like, here you go. She's like, I have a whole, like, storage or a bin or something. And yet Jean already knows about that, girl. (laughs) She already stole some of your meds. So don't be nice to her. Jean was so dumb, though. Like, why would you trust that person who obviously doesn't like you? Mm. I feel like I actually thought that that was where the storyline was going to go. Like, she was going to get in trouble and that Michelle was basically going to rat her out. But Hmm. maybe next season. Yeah, that's still a possibility. (laughs) Yeah, and then, um, you know, Rebecca wrote something to her mom. Or no, Rebecca. Rebecca wrote something um, to her mom, Claire. 
and we see Jean forging the handwriting. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, I was trying to understand that. So Claire wrote the note, or sorry, Rebecca wrote the note yeah. to Claire. Mm-hmm. I was trying to understand what Jean was doing in that scene. Yeah, she was basically copying uh, Rebecca's handwriting to write mm-hmm. her own note. Yeah, like a different... So like, yeah, the note was probably completely different. Yeah, because remember she had read that note, I think it was the last episode, I think episode eight or something, where... Um, Rebecca read the letter saying all these like negative stuff to her mom that yeah. could probably like make her all depressed and stuff, kind of like destroy the whole progress that she's made. Yeah. So I think that's why Jean was actually rewriting it in a way that says that was like more positive. Yeah. Because yeah. when she read it to her in the session, it was more positive and she felt Claire felt more like alleviated like yeah. oh you know my daughter I feel better and Jean's like oh I did such a good job yeah, so. <laughs> so she's making progress but yeah. really she's being you know speaking of that session did anyone else feel really uncomfortable with how Jean was talking to her oh yeah yeah about her mom and how well you know like I almost wanted to burn the house down but yeah, I didn't I was that like, caught my eye so I'm like <laughs> okay yeah so she just oh my gosh she's throwing in like really interesting little tidbits that kind of are like, okay, Jean probably burnt the house down at one point. She was probably the cause of that, so that's what I'm thinking. But also she was saying like, oh, you know, Claire, I've been so bad to you, you know, (laughs) just because my bias with my own mother. And I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, it just Mm. felt really uncomfortable and just things you don't, like as a therapist, you wouldn't say to your patient. Mm -hmm. Mm. It's getting way too personal. She was, you know, clearly we already know that (laughs) way too personal Um, so going on to our favorite crazy dude Sam (laughs) um, you know he reveals that he he, well first off he shows a tattoo of a phoenix and I always thought like phoenix tattoos were like they're kind of cliche but I kind of like them (laughs) but but it's kind of like a symbol of like rebirth and he wants to rebirth and he wants to get rid of everything that like um, his that's connected to Sydney, including his sessions with Gene. And Gene doesn't want this at all. And I'm like, oh my goodness, Gene, you want this. You want him to get out of your life. You don't want to deal with him anymore. I, I, I was so confused because I felt like Gene, her whole purpose was to get Gene or Sam away from Sydney. So I was like, what is going on? Like, why are you trying to keep Sam? My theory is maybe she likes the manipulation and she it like she thrives off it maybe yeah. she enjoys it and that it's not about sydney and she doesn't really like sydney maybe she just likes messing with her patients and toying with people and she gets a rise out it's of it in all the thrill a game cuz without oh sam God. why would she want sydney anymore mm-hmm. there's no thrill She's, yeah maybe she it's like she doesn't have a job. <laughs> she yeah, doesn't get yeah. patients. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's what I think. At first I thought that. I thought, oh, like why is she why is she wanting to keep Sam when, you know, if she really wants to be with Sydney, like he can go on with his mm-hmm. life and get married or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then and then yeah, I was thinking, okay, maybe she wants to keep him because she likes the control. She likes to mani- manipulate like the situation. Yeah. So I was like that that could be a reason. Yeah, why. but at the same time she's always getting herself into hot water. So I'm like, so still that's why I'm just like, Gene, why are you so pressed about him leaving? You're always getting into trouble with like know. with her but I guess she I gets she, off yeah, on I, it. Yeah, she gets yeah. she gets off on the what's that? The danger. Yeah, like the yeah. tension. Yeah. 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 Adrenaline. Adrenaline. Yeah. 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 Um, moving on to um, Jean calling for Melissa. Um, so she finds out some info on our girl Melissa. We don't. We still haven't seen Melissa, so that's something to look forward to. So <laughs> she finds out where she works, I believe. So we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> um, but oh, we have a comment. Oh, yes. So Hubby Joe says Sam looks like he is going to snap soon, and he also says she wants them both. I think he means Jean wants Sydney and And Sam. Sam. Mm -hmm. For herself? Yeah. Yeah. Sexually? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) I mean, she kind of does does, get off on, Mm -hmm. like, when she was, I don't know what episode it was. It was was 9 or 10. Sam? No, it was when she was on the couch with Sydney, and she was like, oh, so what does Sam look like? Oh, yeah. So I feel like she does kind of get off on knowing, like, how they were together. Mm. So I think... And then Sydney's yeah. like, does that turn you on? Yeah. Oh, gosh. So. <laughs> um, something that, in, that stood out to me was, like, she was talking to Lauren at one point in the, uh, the, this episode, and Lauren uh, reveals that she's dating Daryl again. So, um, but Jean says something that stood out to me, 
she says, never judge something that you don't understand, because Lauren felt like, you know, Gina's going to judge her for going back with her ex-husband. Um, but I think never judging something you don't understand, that stands out, that stands out because we don't know, really know what's going on mm-hmm. still. Like, even at the end of the series, we don't know what's going on. We still don't know the full story yeah. behind Jean and Melissa mm-hmm. and Catherine. Well, we know a little bit about Catherine. Yeah, <laughs> but, so... Bit. All right, they're teasing for season two right here. <laughs> I'm watching you, Lauren. <laughs> so, you know, we talked about Michelle, and the, they're getting, like, buddy-buddy all of a sudden because Jean, uh, she eventually, you know, fixes the heart. She comes up with a new plan for allowing Dolly to fly. Um, but Michael confronts Alexis at one point. Um, what did you guys think? What are you guys thinking about this because later on... I don't get him either. Because, I know. Yeah. so confusing. And especially because of what ends up happening. Mm-hmm. I won't go there yet, but like... Um, just Oh, we can go there right now. So, yeah. So, like, okay. Oh, we're going to go there. <laughs> okay, well, then I will go there. Because I'm, and... I want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> so, what I don't get is, okay, even before he hears about Diane Hart and everything, mm-hmm. he goes up to her and he's like, you know, I, I, nothing will happen, but I want you. Why would he even say that? And then, like, so number one, like, okay, let's not even think about Jean for a second. Let's think about Alexis. So he's told her he doesn't want her, that, or that nothing will happen even though he does want her. Then we fast forward to the end and he's like, you know what? I do want you. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. And he's about to kiss her. And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm seeing, seeing someone. someone. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't understand his logic there. Even with hearing about Diane Hart, yeah. why he would just flip so quickly because it shouldn't be about, it shouldn't be about whether he's with Gene or not. It should be about, oh, well, I mean, that's obviously the number one thing he's married, but it shouldn't just be that. It should also be that he's not going to, like, approach another woman mm-hmm. and give yeah. her mixed signals like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, even before he found out about Diane Hart and stuff, when they were in the, what was it, the copy room or whatever, mm-hmm. like he was telling her how like she, how he, like the rumors, how she was actually the one who started it and everything. And I don't know, it was just really confusing the way that mm-hmm. he expressed his feelings, saying he didn't want anything with her, especially st- after she started all the all the rumors, and then he was like, "But I want you to be back in your desk." Yeah. And when she was back in her desk, he just kept on looking at her in like this sexual way of mm-hmm. like he wanted her. And then the shower scene. Yes, right he was masturbating. That? Yeah, oh, to yeah. her. Yeah. I was like, "What is he?" I know what he's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I don't get him at all. Like, but he, yeah. I, well, I just think that he's just trying to get back. He knows what he knows. Gene's going behind his back, so he wants to get back at her by cheating or like you know. But he kind of to, to 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 even the playing field, I guess. Yeah, but I that's guess. like a personal thing. I know it's not like uh, he's not gonna. It's like not so much of an image thing. That's his own personal like vendetta. You it's see just, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's I, what I think. Yeah, I completely see what you're saying too. Yeah, I just now that he knows for sure that Gene's going by like Diane, he's like okay. She's, she's like, going behind my back. I'm going to go behind her back. Yeah. So that's what I kind of saw it But as. even before that, though, it's, like, either commit to it or don't yeah. commit to the affair. Yeah. Like, make up your mind what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. A little too late. A little too late because he got rejected. Yeah. I mean, I think he's, he's always had feelings for Alexis. Mm-hmm. Like, he's always has. He just never acted upon yes. it because he didn't want to feel guilty. Mm-hmm. But then when he found everything, found out everything that Gene was doing with the whole... Diane or whatever that's when I feel like the switch turned on and was like well if she's going to be cheating why can't I act upon my feelings towards her here's the other thing how did he even know that she was cheating from that information so I think that it's deeper than that I think that he may or may not have realized she was cheating but I think hearing that name was finally that trigger that made him realize even if she wasn't cheating on him, she was up to no good. And that's where it kind of clicked for me that the show really isn't, it might not be about her cheating. Mm -hmm. It might be about her manipulation. And I think that's what he finally realized. Not Mm -hmm. so much she was cheating, but maybe, oh, she's manipulating her patients again. One thing that I felt that was coming up a lot in the show in these last two episodes was like the word commitment. So I felt that the whole, like I do think like something about her, you know, and not being able to like, stay in a relationship so I felt like her commitment was a really big thing so when he found out maybe the Diane thing I feel like that has happened before that this isn't her first time creating this persona so I'm thinking what if she's done this multiple times and that's how somehow it's connected to Melissa and how she got in 
to wherever she was at. Yeah. Did you guys get the feeling that she also had an affair with Melissa, too? Yeah. Yeah. Because of the bracelet. Yeah. So. The way she was mm-hmm. acting, it was very similar. Mm-hmm. It seemed like Melissa's different than Sydney, but it was the same kind of, you know, manipulation and, you know... Mm. Hopefully yeah, Sydney doesn't turn out like Melissa. Man, yeah. Maybe Melissa might have been a completely different person. Yeah, that's um, but, true. But also the buildup with Michael's character. I think also the dinner scene when Nancy was brought off, brought over. Um, before that, we also find out that Nancy was actually has been paying for the apartment, not Jean. She's still, but Michael doesn't know that the apartment still is in Jean's possession or Nancy's possession, mm-hmm. whatever. But also during the dinner scene, Michael's getting really annoyed because he's learning all this new stuff from Nancy. He's like, oh, I didn't know you did Cinderella. You want to be mm-hmm. a, you know, in Cinderella. I didn't know you almost got into Harvard. He's learning like these things that he, you know, a, a spouse should kind of know about their significant other. Yeah, why wouldn't Especially you? So all that time. I think that's, that was a lot of buildup. Um, and like the whole time, Nancy, she's a shady mother, okay? Because she was <laughs> definitely shading her daughter. Yeah. Um, she was like, oh, Dolly, did they teach you how to curtsy? And, I'm, and she's like, uh, Dolly was like, she checked her, her grandma. She was like, we bow. <laughs> Gender norms. <laughs> bye, bye, grandma. And the hair, too, the, the comments. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the next really? episode. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was kind of like, okay, she's not a kooky mom. You know, misunderstood. And now, Jean's mom. I don't think I like her. I don't think I like her so much. The dinner scene, I think what I got out of that was that her, Jean's mom knew a lot more than what we figured she would know. Mm-hmm. Even though she pushes her mom away, now I think that her mom is the only person who actually knows Jean. I think so too. And I think that her mom knows a lot of Jean's secrets that no one knows. That's what makes them obviously not close, but the fact that Jean doesn't like her because she knows so much yeah, about her. I agree. Um, later on, Jean and Sydney meet up again because Sydney's been try- she's been thirsty for Jean in this episode. <laughs> she tries to get a hold of her, but eventually they, they meet up because she sends her a text like, okay, Sam is crazy. And we find out that Sam is engaged to Emily. And I'm like, mm. oh my God, they just got back together. Like, how long has this been going on? Like, mm. that is kind of crazy. I would kind of be like giving him the weird side look. And that there's apparently like, um, um, there's going to be an engagement party. Yeah. Um, but I also liked what um, Sydney said about, like, the, the, her, she's a barista, and I like that, um, what she said. I forget if she said this to Jean, uh, if you guys can help me out. But, like, I like this theme of the barista. It's like, you can't just come and get coffee whenever you want to. Mm-hmm. She, she, she said that to Jean. Yeah, she did. And that really stood out to me because, I don't know, I, I have... I'm a barista. <laughs> so I know how it is. It's like, you can't just come over and get coffee and, you know, not... You know what I'm trying to she, say? Like I, I really like the symbolism with that, the barista and Sydney's character and how she's being manipulated and taken advantage of. She even said in that speech that she was like, you're a stranger who comes into a coffee shop. I don't know you at all. And it, I thought that scene was pretty She still powerful. doesn't know her. Yeah. Yeah. And like it, it almost felt like it was, I really, in that scene, for some reason, I, I could tell their age difference, too. Mm-hmm. And it almost seemed like Jean was treating her more like she was either her therapist or um, that she was Sydney's mother or older sister. Like, it just, in that moment, I felt a power difference that Jean was, like, kind of up here and Sydney was down here. And Sydney was more like, you know, a, a little, not not a little kid, but just you know, a younger person who was struggling and trying to make sense of this crazy woman in her mm-hmm. life. Mm. I, I, but yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying. I really, that really stood out to me. And I thought that was like really well acted out. And I'm like, yes, stand up to Jean. <laughs> Please, Sydney, because Jean needs to hear it. Oh, she's going to hear it though. <laughs> <laughs> so we also a little, little foreshadowing. Sid is reading Alexis's story, but it says by Diane Hart. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Okay, Jean. Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> why would you do? Why are you doing that to someone like? Could find anyone on the internet story. Someone, but you got Alexis's. I mean, Alexis's. I think the point of that was because that story kind of revealed stuff, and so that's mm. why she sent. She had sent it to her through message, like, "Oh, this is for you to get to know me better." Because mm. she, I felt like Sydney was kind of like, "I don't know anything about you," and 
she can't find any of her writings since mm. she's a journalist. So, <laughs> what? I have something to say about Uh-oh. that. <laughs> she should have, I mean, okay, this is a therapist who rewrites her notes. She writes a lot of notes. She rewrites letters. She should have just written her own exactly. story. Because obviously Sydney's trying to snoop around and find out about her. She's been very, like, blatantly honest about this. Why would you take a story that is probably published, as we find out, and just take it and say, yep, this is me, when it's so easy now to just kind of copy and paste the words? Uh-huh. And she sent it to her, like, over text. So it was right there. Copy, paste, Google. Oh, my God, this is not Diane. Yeah. Or at least turn it into her own words. Like, plagiarism. Yeah. Girl. Like, take the scene. Do, and a, <laughs> do, a better, do a better Google search. Yeah. Like, <laughs> short stories of themes of abandonment and mistreatment. Just, like, I mean, yeah. Even if she had just taken the story and, like, what happened in the scene and just rewrote it in her own words, she probably would have been good. Mm. But this episode comes to an end because well, we got to get into the next episode with the play. It's a little cute scene with Dolly as Peter Pan, um, but Nancy gets pissed in the scene, and that's where I start not to not start lot liking uh, what's her name Nancy, <laughs> Jean's mom. I'm just gonna call her Jean's mom because I clearly have trouble saying Nancy. Um, but also we also find out that Jean gets a after the performance. Jean gets the voicemail from the detective that Allison mm-hmm. is missing. So that brings us to episode ten. Black Barn. <laughs> and can someone tell us, like, because we were talking about this previously, like, why is this episode called Black Barn? I would love to know why it's called Black uh, Barn. My only theory is that for some reason, when she goes to her mom's and she's up in the attic digging around, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's why they called it Black Barn, but that's not a barn, so I don't yeah. know. Is that, mm, is that a car? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a black car. Is that a, I don't oh, know. Yeah, I'm, not a, I'm not a car person, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> that is our band name. <gasps> Black Barn. Black Barn. Wait, wait, what, what happened? I mean, I have a theory. Uh-oh. Please tell. <laughs> but that's ju- it's just going to skip until the very end. So. Okay. We're, so we're gonna, once we we'll explain everything else. Let's do this. So Jean is talking <laughs> to a therapist, and it's so nice, and it's her boss. It's so nice seeing Jean actually being the therapy, and not the therapist, the patient. <laughs> the therapy. This is my new dictionary by Oliver Drennan. Um <laughs> So, yeah. And um, what did you guys think of, you know, Jean lying to her boss and, like, being like, oh, everything's fine. Clearly, it's not. Some people, so I have this theory that if you're going to do therapy, you have to be honest with yourself. (laughs) And and I don't think she's honest enough with herself to get anything out of therapy. I mean, I don't know if she's required to be there, but obviously... they there's something about her they don't trust that they're making her do therapy, Mm -hmm. if they're making her. I just kind of assumed that that was the situation yeah. based on how they were, you know, treating her like she had some issues. I'm ready for her to get fired. I want Jean to get fired, honestly. <laughs> Find yeah. a new career, please. Maybe an actor. Maybe. She'd be great at that. <laughs> <laughs> Follow in her daughter's footsteps. <laughs> well, Dolly's clearly following in her mom's, you know, as being an actor. Um, but the investigator comes in at one point and he starts questioning Jean and of course Jean's lying and he wants her notes from Allison so of course you know Jean has to be like oh well gotta give him some new notes (laughs) (laughs) um so she she eventually gives him the new notes I believe yeah was it just me who felt that Jean was very suspicious during that yeah during that like I felt like she looked suspicious and even the the detective was like, oh. Getting on to her? Or yeah, well, her. yeah, because Not even, coming on to her. <laughs> when she didn't want to, like, give her notes, um, the detective was like, well, I mean, we could get a warrant for them. Yeah. And so that's why she was like, no, like, I'll cooperate. And, yeah. And type of stuff. And so I felt like she kind of looked guilty in a way. Yeah. Like, that was kind of, like, showcasing. To me, every time, and including that scene, mm-hmm. when she gets nervous, she seems to talk faster and I noticed that she uses the word look. Look, you gotta believe me. Look, no, look. This is like, like look seems to be that key word for her. Mm. And not just with the detective, mm-hmm. but when her boss was saying later on, I think, in that episode, that he thought she might have some boundary issues and gets too close and there might be problems, she got that same tone and fast pace tone of it mm-hmm. talk about her. Mm-hmm. And we also find out some more about Allison from Tom, because Jean runs into Tom. Our favorite character, not really. <laughs> and um, he reveals that Allison lied to him too. 
-hmm. but we're going to talk about the last, like, because something just doesn't add up. No. It doesn't add up. So I'm like, okay, well, my viewpoint is different, but we'll get there. We'll get there. So we already talked about Michael and Alexis and how he's happy she's back, but we already Mm -hmm. know how that ends. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) Jean, this is an interesting scene when Jean actually invites Sid over to her apartment. She finds drugs. But they get onto this whole thing. This is where they find out about the engagement party for mm-hmm. Emily and um, Sam. <laughs> and oh my gosh, I just dropped my phone. <laughs> oh my god, Jean, stay away from my phone. Don't delete any of my contacts. Um, but oh my god, this is where I'm going crazy because Jean wants to go to the engagement party with Sydney, and I I'm like, get that either. Unless Why? she wants, unless she likes and they the thrill. She's getting off on this. Oh my god! I just and of course they they actually go there and she you know they're not they don't want to be seen by Sam, Mm -hmm. but um, they're kind of sitting far away. She takes you know like I'm gonna get a picture. She doesn't want to be seen, but she goes as close as possible. She's like my phone's dead. Let me. Mm -hmm. She takes Sydney's phone, and so she goes and you know takes a picture. But the reason why she did that was to delete the photo from Instagram of her and Sydney. So I'm like. Now, you shady girl. She only deleted the Instagram picture, though. Yeah. Oh, she didn't delete it from her photos. Mm-hmm. Good, good catch. She only deleted one picture, yeah. and uh-huh. so I'm assuming it was Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, good check. Um, but also, she eventually urges Sydney to talk to Sam because she wa- she doesn't think she's like Emily's playing Jane. Oh, she's not. Or no, Sydney says that, but she's like, I don't think you know he's good for her I think he's good for you and it's just really surprising because this whole time she wanted to get I'm still like so but like you guys said she's probably just doing this because it's all a game yeah, yeah to I manipulate everyone to do what she wants just because she's like a puppet master I don't think she really cares about anyone except herself mm-hmm. and I think she just gets a thrill off of screwing with people basically yeah. everyone like every single person in her life except maybe her daughter she yeah. is screwing with. And mm-hmm. I think that's all what it comes down to. She didn't care about Sydney. And just like the whole time, Sam was saying, oh, well, you know, don't worry about, I'm not worried about this other girl. But he you know, Obviously, he didn't know it was um, Jean. He thought mm-hmm. it was someone named Diane. But he the whole time, Sam's been saying, oh, well, don't worry about the other girl. Sydney's going to lose interest mm-hmm. as soon as this other girl has interest in her. Yeah. But I think it's the other way around. I don't think Jean can really, truly care about anyone and that that's the only reason why Sydney maybe is so interested too. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, why would she want Sam and Sydney together after she's been trying so hard to kind of be with Sydney? But again, it goes back to her playing the game and liking the thrill of it. And I think it all comes down to having this second persona mm-hmm. and trying to like meddle into other people's lives because she's unhappy with hers, mm-hmm. you know? So she wants to find this escape type of life. Yeah, I kind of ha- I was kind of having a theory. It's kind of changed now by the end of the episode that like mm-hmm. Jean was maybe trying to get rid of both Sydney and Sam. Maybe uh, she wanted them mm-hmm. back together because maybe she's like, okay, well maybe I need to stop this for a second and get my life together. Especially after the play, like it seemed to go well. It didn't go well with her mom, but like she was with Michael. She you know was there for Dolly. So maybe I was kind of like, okay, maybe she's doing this to you know just get out of this messy situation maybe so she can get into a new situation (laughs) but that's what i was thinking now not so much anymore um but anyways this is where sydney oh there's also a dream sequence this is another reason why i kind of thought that because there's a quick little dream sequence of their house uh michael and Jean's house but we see michael in the kitchen and then sydney comes and then i'm like okay who is this girl and then we see it's sydney's face but i thought that it was Sydney turns eventually turns into Jean. She's like, oh, I'm surprised we're still in this house. And I kind of thought that was because maybe Jean's turning back to herself and not Sydney, the part of Sydney that is her. I know this. I hope I'm making sense to y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think, so to me, I didn't take it like a dream since as soon as we cut back to Jean, it was still reality. Mm-hmm. I took it like a continuation, and I almost wonder if it was the filmmaker's way of trying to tell us something. Mm-hmm. Maybe just trying to say that they're more, like, just trying to, I don't know, confirm how similar they really are. Oh, okay. Um, that's, Interesting. Because otherwise, because like they've done dream sequences where it was actually someone dreaming, but this time it didn't seem like someone was actually asleep. It seemed hmm. like they were awake the whole time, and that they were just showing this other 
you know, almost like an alternate reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it cuts back to reality. But I think they're just trying to mirror the two characters. Yeah. And we didn't see, she said, like, oh, go talk to Sam. And we didn't see Sam and Sydney ever get back or, like, talk. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think they I don't, did. I, w- I would have remembered, but. When, so it, when it came to that scene where, like, they were in the kitchen and stuff, and she kind of went, I have a theory, but it kind of did blow up. Like, it, it, yeah, it changed yeah. because of the way same, it ended. Same. <laughs> but at first, I kind of thought it was, like, Sydney was, like, her alternate persona. I yeah. felt like, like, you know, um, I think, what, Psycho? Like, how he has, like, an Norman alternate. Norman Bates. Or, or Norman Bates, yeah. and, like, all of those, like, how they have an in like a, another persona in there. They they what's that one dis like not oh, disease but um, bipolar alternate mm-hmm. personality alternate personality where I thought that maybe Sydney was I mean Jean Sydney was living inside of Jean. Ah. So that's what I kind of got out of it because when it switched to it actually being Jean, I was like, well maybe it's two people in one. But then it kind of just. It, I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's I, what I yeah. felt when I saw that, but then, yeah, the ending kind of. <laughs> yeah, um, that ending. Didn't and then it was a mess, so we're going to get to that. Um, but, you know, Jean, she, fast forward to Jean, she's burning the notes. Allison's like the actual notes, I believe. And yeah. then she sees a car parked outside her house. And she's like, okay, this black barn, I don't know, I'm going to call the black barn car. I don't know. So I'm like, okay, this is clearly the detective. So I'm like, okay, this is a detective, right? That's what I thought, too. Yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) So she goes back in. She's like, I'm being watched. But this is what this is a scene that I really liked in this particular episode was when Michael stood up to Sydney. He's like, are you effing kidding me? Are you kidding me? You don't care about anything but yourself? You're a manipulator? Like, what did you guys think of him finally standing up? Like, throughout the whole entire season, ten episodes... Finally, Michael, like, we're seeing, like, him enraged, and I'm here for it. Jean's like, oh, what did she say? Uh, 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 Allison's gone missing. She tried to switch around before. She tried to play it off like she was lying about something else and that that's yeah, what she wasn't about being Allison. About. Yeah. And, and that they're being watched. Yeah, and the whole thing is that she, even when he's confronting her, telling her he knows these things, she's still trying to talk her way out of it. Yeah. It's like, just, Wait, why? Let why? me talk. Honey, baby. If she cared so much about her marriage, then why is she doing all these crazy things? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think she cares at all. No, I don't think she does either. I think she just doesn't want to lose him because he's like her, I don't know, the the stable parts of her life. And so she doesn't want to lose that. But at the same time, she doesn't really care about it either. Yeah, and a huge, oh, sorry. I, Well, I thought that they made Jean kind of look crazy in this yeah. scene because it was like, oh, the car was right there. And he was like, there's no car. Yeah. And then yeah. after, like, he blew up on her, I was like... I forgot about she that. She deserved it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, Gene deserved to get... Yeah. And like also, that. we found out that he didn't even know that 309 still existed. That was in her possession. Yeah. So I was like, okay, because that's huge. Like, my yeah. spouse has a secret apartment. What's going on like, with you that? You don't know what she's doing in exactly. that apartment. Yeah, you find that out. It's like, what are you doing? Clearly, there's history in that apartment. Yeah. So, and he knows what went down, or, you know, that particular time when she had that apartment. Which we still don't know. I know. Season two. We're going to get it Netflix, right? I think he even brought up Melissa in that scene, too. And that he thinks that she was manipulating her. Oh. Oh. Yes, yes. And that's what we thought, too. We brought up that theory, like, okay, Jean's Jean's the crazy one. And we see Melissa. She goes, she meets up with Melissa at the, uh, at her job, I believe. And Melissa looks scared, frightened, terrified. And then, like, they, they kind of make up. And also, before that, she went to her mom's. She got some the bracelet um, that apparently Melissa gave to her. Mm-hmm. And she lies. She did a little slick number when she was talking. She was like, yeah. Did so you catch that? I never take it off. Oh, <laughs> my God. I was like, come on. Okay. But, but then the necklace. What is up with that oh, necklace? Yeah. I never I got the answer yeah. for the necklace. Did she lose the necklace? Like, I felt like that would have kind of been a little bit more... I don't. I feel like because that bracelet represents her relationship with Melissa, maybe that one represents her relationship with Sydney. That makes sense. Oh my god! Boom. I just <laughs> <laughs> I'm bold. Okay, um, but yeah, my quick theory. Like, I think that she's trying to get because I want to know what you guys real quick think about why she's connecting with Melissa. I think she's kind of like maybe she's gonna frame Melissa 
and yeah. make her seem like Melissa, because Melissa's, everyone thinks Melissa's crazy. Um, and maybe she's going to frame Melissa into being the reason why Allison's disappearing. Maybe she's trying to cover her tracks. I could definitely you know? see that. Yeah. But I also think it's because Gene has to be the puppet master. And That's so, what the show should have been called. Yeah, puppets. puppets. <laughs> Puppet and so she has to. As soon as this, as soon as this woman is out, she has to get back in her life and go and try to control her again. I think mm-hmm. she need like that's her sick desire mm. of all her patients. She, yeah, because mm-hmm. no one else is on her side right now. You know, especially when what went down with Michael, and then Michael is trying to contact Catherine, and I, we don't know yeah. if he does or not, but apparently he does. We didn't get any other information in this episode. Um, I have a really random theory I just thought of. What? What if Dolly's not really Jean's daughter? And somehow <gasps> Catherine's? it's Catherine's? <gasps> and Jean somehow <laughs> messed with Catherine so much that she got custody of Dolly. And so she kind of hijacked this family. No. And that's why he keeps trying to contact her. Oh, my her. God. That's amazing. <laughs> you just think of that right yeah. now? That's, yeah. That's, oh, that's my fantastic. God. That could very be well <laughs> it. But also... Mm, that's really what good. That's I the would only, believe the, that. The only like thing I disagree <laughs> with that slightly is just because I remember Cindy saw a picture of her and Dolly to get, like side by side. I think, and she's like, "Oh, your niece looks so much like you." So maybe that. Yeah. But I love that theory. That theory was amazing. Um, I will not forget that. Theory. that, that <laughs> I know. Good job. We'll you guys, see what happens. I love at, uh, hosting with these queens. <laughs> they're, they're amazing. They're so, they open up my mind so much, teach me so much about the show that I thought I knew about, but I don't. Um, so we got to wrap up soon because, yeah. you know, unfortunately, like, oh, it sucks. But, okay, let's just get to the final scene where yeah. Jean does the, the bully speech. And I brought this up in the introduction. And um, what did you guys think of this scene? Because I think, personally, everything Jean was saying in that speech about bullies, about them wanting power, um, but really they're trying to control themselves, um, people who've been bullied become the bully, typically. I feel like everything she was saying was about her. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. And then even before she said it's not really about other people, it's about themselves if they're mm-hmm. trying to control people even before she said that I kind of felt like that's where she was going with it Yeah, mm-hmm. and also like how she said that that once you're bullied and then you become the bully you want that power yeah. so I felt like that's she was talking about herself so somehow maybe in the past she was bullied and now yeah. she's become kind of like this bully who wants yeah. and likes the power that comes with it I wonder and I wonder if her maybe her father has something to do with her past because we don't know about her biological father mm-hmm genes um so we don't know about her childhood that much either so i'm just really pushing for that second season um but throughout the speech we see all these interesting scenes that are really leaving us on a cliffhanger we see tom he's going to the exact same black car that was parked outside and is it allison in the back seat i think so what was that about? And I think he's been lying the whole time. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, okay, well, Allison was lying, but then he was he was lying yeah. too. So, oh my they god, probably were both lying. But where are they going? No, no. And do you guys remember the when barn? they? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was my theory. That was my oh, theory. Sorry. That, oh. like, in the black barn, that that's where he's taking her. But do you guys remember that one time where? Someone knocked on the door, and we thought Sydney was knocking on the on the apartment 309. I bet you it was Tom. Oh, my God. I didn't oh. think of him. Yeah, because we know? never found out who, we didn't. who that was knocked like a, on that door. That was a scary yeah. scene, too. Because she checked on the peephole or whatever. That's so and true. And then it was never Sydney. So I think that yeah, was Tom, and he got, he got her there. And yeah. What if Tom's really the puppet master over Allison, and he's the one... Who's basically like, even though she's lying, what if he's the one who's pushing her to tell the lies? Mm. So that could be, especially if I don't know, and or it could just be that she was passed out from drugs in the back seat and he mm-hmm. did nothing to her. But other scenes that happen, we see the detective actually go into three hundred nine, and previously Jean, you know, she got all of her personal items like pictures, but she forgot her picture of her mom. Yeah. So detective's gonna get in contact with Miss Nancy, who's not on good terms with Jean. Um, and also, Sam is seen entering Sid's apartment because we see him with Stevie, the dog. And we also see Sid is she. I'm like, where's Sid? Where's she? She's coming down the staircase. My heart is racing. She comes. She comes into the auditorium. Michael and Dolly are there. She sees Jean. Jean. They meet. They have eye contact. 
And Jean <laughs> smiles, oh, right? Yeah. And Sydney's kind of smiling too. She smirked at her. That's why I think that Sydney's different from Melissa. I think. I don't know. I think they're that, gonna take over the world. I think yeah. that they're. I think they're both the same people. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. They're both manipulative. They both have to have control. Sydney needs control over Sam, even though she claims she has no feelings for him. The same way that Jean needs control over Michael. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Oh my god. I feel like they're gonna make a plan. Oh my god. Some, Guys, some kind of plan. We need a season two Netflix. Yes, yes. Everyone watching. Please. Tweet Netflix, <laughs> send them letters, write letters, email. We need this. We need to know what's know, happening. Yeah. Oh my god. Any final predictions, guys? Oh my god. I kind of think Allison's gonna die. Yeah. Why? I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Sadly, I just we'll, like we'll her. see the black I have no clue what's gonna happen. Honestly, Rachel, do you have any predictions? Dolly is Catherine's. Oh I'm my god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah that would be crazy. Um. Um. Alexis and Michael will finally sleep together. Yeah, because Alexis, we don't know really what happened to her after. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Guys, ah! Because she knew about Sydney, and at least we thought that she knew about Sydney and Jean because she was at the same place performing that they were at the table. Mm -hmm. So when she saw Sydney, she didn't seem like she recognized her. I guess it could be because she maybe didn't really get a good close up look of her. Or maybe she really didn't know when we thought yeah. she was seeing them at that same cafe and she didn't. Mm. Yeah. Well, I still think she's going to manipulate the heck out of Melissa. Yeah. Um, she's going to maybe frame her because um, she can't get in contact with Tom, Jean. So oh, I have no clue what's going to happen with Tom no or Allison. Like, I don't know the purpose that's going on other than Tom being the drug dealer. Oh, and my God. To like Sydney. I said, so many unanswered questions. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Is there any last-minute things in the chat? Well, Hubby Joe says, Jean has commitment issues. She does not know what she wants. I agree. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's been such an amazing first season uh, of Gypsy, yeah. season one on Netflix. This has been fun, you guys. It has. I've been yeah. having the time of my life. I'm gonna, this is so bittersweet. Hopefully there's a second season. Oh, my gosh. Hopefully. It has to. Guys, always keep the discussion with us. Why don't you ladies introduce yourselves one last final time. Introduce, say goodbye, tell them where they can find you. My name is Karina Vargas. You guys can find me everywhere on Twitter and Instagram at KarinaXVRGS. And I'm Rachel Goodman. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Rach Goodman or on um, Facebook at Rachel Ann Goodman. Yes, guys, tweet us, leave us comments, questions, but don't be like Alexis and send us naughty pics. (laughs) You can find me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. Thank you guys so much again. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye, Gypsies. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Rock on, Gypsies! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.